Listener Production. Unlike a triple shot half sweet almond milk cold press caramel macchiato to go, these boys are not complicated, but they are to go. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, I am reading from an A4 sheet of paper labeled the 28th of April 2011. It reads Dear Paul and Julie, Bronwyn has been suspended for breaching college oh. expectations whilst overseas. As a result, Bronwyn will be suspended from school Friday, April 29. Long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The actual letter home uh, from our, when our producer, Bronwyn, was suspended from school. We're going to hear the full story from her in a moment. That's a rough one to get back in the mailbox, Bron. I know. How do you still have a copy of it, though? My parents, I was looking through some old stuff at their house recently. They've kept it in, like, a keepsake book with, like, all my awards and, like, my school photos. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the one time their daughter was bad. That's great. That's very nice. All right. Well, we're going to be finding out a little bit about that very soon. It's going to be a big all-day breakfast. Are we ready to go? Let's jump in. Matt and Alex. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, there's three types of people. Three? Yeah, I know. We normally talk about two different types of people, but now there's three. How did a third person get in the mix? Well, Alex What is is this social menage a trois of which you speak? Well, I mean, speaking of menage a trois, there's a couple of film scenes that uh, you know, a menage does happen in this particular setting. And I'm, what I'm talking about is the shower. Now, I go out, um, and when I say go out, I mean I have a child and a very long-term relationship with someone. <laughs> I don't go out with them anymore. We are together, <laughs> and we've been together for Many, many years, including okay, having a child. All right, with someone... so just, just, just so we're clear, because that was a little bit confusing. Matt and Belinda are going steady, is <laughs> yeah, what he's trying to are, say. We are Facebook a fish, <laughs> and um, we, and it, it pains me to say actually that I have chosen as a life partner someone Uh-oh. who doesn't like showers. Now, what? we've discussed this on the show before, and it really well, I wouldn't like it at your house because you piss in the shower, mate. No, well, oh, come on. You know, I'm come actually on. glad that you dogged me last week and wouldn't let me come and visit you and booked a holiday when I was due to be at your house, even though it said in your calendar, Daiso in town. <laughs> it still, it still reminds me every day <laughs> this week. It well, was you're like, Alex Dyson in town. I'm like, whoops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. So Belinda doesn't like showers. She actively avoids them. Okay. So every night Bath. it's time to shower. No, she just doesn't. I don't, I don't know. She just doesn't enjoy the experience. So like every night so does she'll it be like, okay, I'm going to go and have a shower now. And then she'll like find all these excuses to just stand around and chat. And I'm like, you gotta go and have your shower, please. Why is this so fear on Belinda? I'm talking about Belinda. Oh. She doesn't like showers, right? Whereas I love showers. So. It wasn't no, it wasn't unnormal for me to like think that Belinda didn't have a shower in the mornings. Mm-hmm. But then I was staying with Belinda's partner. Um, sorry, I was staying with <laughs> Belinda's mum and her mum's partner. Okay. And we were all staying together in the house, and I realised that every morning that we were staying there, I was the only one that was having a shower in the morning. Out right? of everybody. 
Yeah, no one else is having showers in the morning. Mm. And I kind of have always just thought that morning showers were what you did to get up and wake up yeah. and like get out of bed and stuff. You wake up, you have a shower, you get ready for the day. Mm-hmm. And so then I saw something on Twitter, right? Was which was a meme that said there's two types of pills, afternoon showers and morning showers, you know, one's red, one's blue. And then the the thing the meme was people who have common sense and it's someone reaching for all of the afternoon shower pills, like a big bucket of afternoon shower pills. Right. So then it made me think, hold on. I didn't realize that this was a debate. When do you have a shower? Morning. Every morning? Yep. And what, when about, do you have a, if I'm at home by myself working on the lappy or just, you know, watching the NBA playoffs or something, um, it can get pushed back into the afternoon, but the shower is pre things. It's not after everything, unless it's after a run or something like that. Okay, but do you have a shower every night? No. Shower in the morning. Wait, wait, whoa. <laughs> whoa. I have, I have a shower once a day. You have a shower once a day and it's every morning. And it's in the morning. Don't you, do you not think that's weird? <laughs> no. Bron? Bron, do you think this is weird? Alex showers once a day. No, showering <laughs> once a day, I think, is normal. Yeah, but only morning and not night? I don't know how you got away with not doing a night one. Not doing a night shower. <laughs> Ever. Aren't you no, sweaty sometimes? Yeah. If I'm dirty, I'll have a night shower. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, then that's But fine. only, <laughs> but like you won't, I will I won't always. Go, Damn it. I've already had my one shower today. I can't get in again. <laughs> like I'll do a shower in the morning. I'll get home sometimes at night. Have a bath. Ooh. Oh. Oh, there you go. What do you do, Bron? Morning or night? I would say mostly night, but occasionally the morning. See, I do both every single day, morning and night. Oh, all right. Right? Right. Righto. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody El Nino's worst nightmare over here. Oh, kind. Goodness gracious. I know. I know. But do you know what I've realized? I realized that it's because when you've got curly hair, you can't just style like I had to. I used to have to wet it to get it into a stylable condition, and so I would mm. wake up and have a shower to get presentable, thanks to my curly hair. Yeah, that's what I do and to do so, my hair. Yeah, yeah. And so then I think I just got into this habit, and then I would always have a shower at nighttime. And so now it's both. And so I, I decided to ask, like, am I crazy? What's going on here, Matt? Right, so double dipping <laughs> in the shower. So I asked the people of. All day breakfast, okay? When do you have your shower? And here's a fun fact. We have never had so many responses <laughs> to a question box on Instagram, okay? Uh, 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 uh. Everyone. So is there three types of people? There is There's morning, there's night, and then there's both? Well, not unlike the weeing in the shower, Alex Dyson, you are in the minority again, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'll have you know the morning showerer is only makes up only twenty three percent of you listening. Only twenty three percent of people shower in the morning. Shower exclusively in the morning, which I would say you are. Okay, yes, if you're dirty, you'll shower twice, but mm. really, you will mainly shower in the morning. Yep. Okay. Where, as opposed to thirty eight percent of our listeners, will shower at night. Okay, do their priority shower at once night. a day at night. Yep. Yep. And both the morning and the night. The dirtiest of them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Comes in at 39%. Wow. 
Right. So. How about that? Well, let's have a listen to what a few of these people said. The morning people, this is what they said. Imagine not bathing after rolling around in your sweat and sleep fart particles all night. So bloody yuck, (laughs) says Danny. Mick says, it means I start the day fresh and I don't want to go to work stinky. Wait, so this is the thing. Since, I mean, for me, if you were going to drop a shower, it would absolutely be the morning shower because you want to get into bed clean. So you wash, then you get into a clean bed and be clean. And then when you wake up, you haven't done anything except for be in a bed. So you don't really need a shower. I don't really like going to bed. Like when I'm in the shower, I like wetting my hair. Do not like wetting my hair before bed. I would, I would contest, have you had a shower if you haven't wet your hair? Well, yes, exactly. Yes, women everywhere <laughs> or people with long hair. Yes. No. I always, I do not understand how you can have a shower and not wet your scalp. It feels so weird. <laughs> Almost every shower is a non-hair washing shower. No, but what about just wetting it? Like I just, I can't wrap my head around it. No, it just takes too long to dry, mate. Yeah, this is true. Um, night this people. True. Penelope says, I shower at night because I don't want to sleep in my own filth. Uh, Stevie, people <laughs> who don't shower before getting into bed blow my mind. Yucky. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, both people. M says, I do it in the morning to feel alive and at night to wash the day off and go to bed clean. Thank you. Amber, I like feeling fresh all the time. Well, there you go. Okay, so we've now decided... I mean, it's it's clear, it's official. What? People who shower both morning and night are the best. All right, how thank you very we, much. How did that come out of that? <laughs> there was two. There was two for thank each. Thank you very much. Uh, this is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. <laughs> well, as you may have heard yesterday, uh, much like a June buggy. Rolling over them hills, our producer, Bron, had a pretty good suspension. Um, back in school, Bron. <laughs> oh, my God. I you... was wondering what that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we found out yesterday after Matt said he was on the verge of being suspended. Oh, it took me some groveling. In one of the most chaotic international school excursions <laughs> that seems to have ever happened in this country. Um, we, we found out that you, um, you actually... Copped the ban, Bron. How long banned from school? It was two days off school. Okay. And like, because I mean, I always think of suspension. I remember at the time of being like, well, that's, you know, it's it's one step away from expelled. Mm. You had to be pretty naughty to do it, to Mm. get suspended. Yeah. And uh, you, I got to tell you, out of all the years that we've known each other and worked together, not once have I suspected you of being suspension material. Yeah, I, I never got a detention in high school. Straight to suspension. Wow, really. that's quite the leapfrog. <laughs> do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Damn. On my first naughty thing I did at school. Okay, wait. So can we ask, what? let's paint the picture. What year were you in when this happened? So such similar circumstances to your stor- story yesterday, Matt. I was in year 11 on an international school trip. <laughs> wow. Okay. We, we went to Italy and Greece what? on... It was like I was studying classics for it was part of VCE, which you study ancient Greece, ancient um, Rome. Oh my god! And we went on a school trip um, for two weeks. My my two school my school excursion year ten was from Warrnambool. We went to Melbourne and <laughs> found like we had to use public transport to find a house we wanted to rent. 
in an imaginary world. That sounds like the most useful of the yeah. trips. Like, I didn't learn yeah. life advice through skiing, and I don't think Bron learned life advice from eating aperitifo uh, on the terraces of Rome, you know. But what – so, so okay, you went for two weeks. Yeah. Um, All-girls school, boys, girls, I can't remember. It was a mixed Catholic school. Okay. And you're in year 11, and you're in Italy – slash Greece, mm-hmm. where did it all go wrong? So it was mainly year 12s on the trip mm-hmm. and there was a couple of us in year 11. So all the year 12 people were like, we'd go to a hotel, everyone would like hang out afterwards after we're meant to be asleep, go into everyone's cabins, just, you know, similar to your story, Matt, everyone's just hanging out, talking. Then it started basically, I think on like day two or three, people were like, we need to get some alcohol. So this is from the year 12s. So yeah, I was sure. just there for La the... Dolce Vida. <laughs> I was just there for the chill hangs. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the year 12s are like 18 anyway. So they were like... So they uh, could go and get it. But also or, like over there, anyone could get it. Like they, no one was checking ID. <laughs> yeah, right. And you can get it from a supermarket and stuff. Yeah. I mean, one of the guys on our trip, I failed to mention this yesterday, but he actually, I mean, I shouldn't, I don't want to... Well, he took it over in, he actually imported it over. <laughs> he had resealed water bottles. This was before, because it was before 9-11. So you could take it would have big been just, bottles of. Just before 9-11. Yeah. In and you could take bottles of water over to like uh, internationally. Mm. And so he, he resealed a big bottle of bottled water, like two liter bottle of bottled water with homebrew vodka. Oh, that his neighbour had made. Oh, boy. And so that that's part of it all as well. But anyway, so, yeah, you could just walk into a convenience store. So, yeah, after every night we'd go, we'd get sent to our room, sent to bed, girls were in one room, boys were in the other, and everyone would just hang out afterwards and have basically a few drinks. I wasn't really drinking at all, let me just say. Um, sure. <laughs> then one night. The jury's not here anymore, Bron. <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the one night I decided to get involved and had, mind you, like Bailey's, nothing like, <laughs> and nothing, you know, oh. substantial. And this was like one of like the last couple nights. So, so we only had a few nights left. This one girl who wasn't meant to be drinking at all, um, it was on some sort of medication where she, she like alcohol wasn't agreeing with her. So she was having the most out of everybody. And actually went into, like, a very serious medical incident where she was, like, having a seizure on the floor, foaming at the mouth. Oh, my God. In our room. In your room? Like, as in your personal room? Yeah, me shared with a couple other people. And then everyone is freaking out. Do we call (laughs) the teachers and let them know what's happening? Of course we did. Had to let the teachers know. They were like, how did this happen? She's drunk as anything, a few other people drunk as anything. And then they were like, okay, we get the ambulance involved. This is like maybe three in the morning. Oh. They, in which city? It, this was in Rome. Oh. They're making us call our parents individually and tell them what's going on <laughs> while they're listening. So our parents get a call at like 3 a.m., maybe 4 a.m. at this point, freaking out because they, they know the time difference. We had to explain what was going on. <laughs> While then, still drunk. I, so you've got you've got drunk teenagers on the phone to their parents with a teacher sitting next to them listening to what they're saying to their parents. Then the next day they bring everyone that was... Because then they were like, who was drinking? Who was in the room? 
I had like one drink the one time and was like, well, I guess I'm involved in this now. All right. (laughs) Anyway. And then they separate us into this room in the hotel where they had us all lined up separately and we're like, everyone be silent here because there was three teachers on the trip. One of them was supervising to make sure none of us spoke and they were sending the other people in one by one to get everyone's story and we couldn't talk to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Full lineup and everything, like good cop, bad cop interrogation. It was. Did you go to the CIA or something like that? (laughs) What was your high school? It was bad. But then they called me in first because I think they were, like they knew I was was a goody two-shoes. They were like, Ron's going to (laughs) crack. I didn't, but I was like, I just basically said what had happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were like, okay, just blanket rule across the board. Anyone that was in that room got a two-day suspension when we got back. Dear, oh, dear. Were there tears? I can imagine. I remember there being so many tears around ours. Like people were, were so upset. Of course. At the thought of getting in trouble and everything. It was so funny. I'd, that's the only time I'd ever gotten in trouble at school. Mm. And, and I had to have a meeting with the deputy principal. My oh. m- mom had to come to the school. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to go to my best friend's Deb. It, no! was, it was so oh. sad. And now I get made fun of in the family. <laughs> <laughs> what do they say? Just any time anything's brought up, like, oh, well, you got suspended. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn it. What did you do with your two days off? I actually enjoyed it. So then it was like, it was the week after we got back from the trip. So I was jet lagged. I was like, oh, this is excellent. Yeah. Get to sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> got a couple of days off. Couldn't have worked out better. Well, yeah. Please let us know your school trip stories at matt.n.alex. Yeah. We absolutely are desperate to hear about them. Oops. And now it is time for... Mind blown. Blown away. Yeah, that's right. This is a segment where I attempt to blow your mind with a fact that I have learned from who knows where across the week. You know, you just take in things on the internet, in conversation, mm. in magazines, and you think, you know what? That is interesting. i got to tell people about it. So I attempt okay. to whoa, blow whoa, whoa, Alex's whoa. mind. What, what, what? You've already blown my mind. What magazines are you reading? Ah, I knew you'd think that I was lying. But you are looking at someone who has a yearly subscription to Australian Traveller magazine. Thank you very much. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, I'm not joking. So this is not you're at the dentist and they still had a magazine in the waiting room or something? Bro, when I had a one-year-old in the, me- in the midst of COVID, mm-hmm. right, and I had nothing to do on my days except for literally having to lie on the floor to stop her from, like, climbing up onto bookshelves and falling off them and hurting herself, I would lie on the floor and I would read... Australian and international traveler magazine so that I could feel like I was somewhere else whilst being stuck in my two bedroom apartment in Sydney. And I, I have since maintained that subscription. It's such a good publication. You keep, you've kept it up. Well, I've also gotten it as a gift as well. Cause someone saw me uh, with so many Australian traveler magazines and I'm really welcome to get it. I actually quite enjoy it every month. I'm like, yeah, bring it on. Now tell me what is the thickness of the paper on Australian traveler? Cause the best magazine fact I have is that like, uh, American airlines or some airline company saved 
like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year by downgrading the thickness of the paper of their in-flight magazines. Really? I like, haven't thought yeah, about that. Because of the, the extra weight in a plane means you have to use more fuel, but simply by making the paper the least bit thinner, they saved hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, look, I, I mean, it's, it's got a good, they don't feel like, the, I don't feel like they skimp, mate. I don't <laughs> feel like they skimp. I reckon you're getting the full amount of GSM to make it feel weighty and nice right, and great. very colourful to really show off the different shades and pastels that this country has of the landscapes. Now, that has <laughs> nothing to do with the mind-blowing fact that I'm here to tell you, bro. All right, what is it? Well, you know that I've just moved to Brisbane. Allegedly. And I, um, I where was Where are delighted. you right now? Where, tell me where you are right now. I'm in Port Macquarie right now. It doesn't matter where I look. I am, but I roam. Okay. Now I was in Brisbane the other day and I heard this song. What is it? Green sleeves. Yeah. What's it usually associated with? Ice cream trucks. Yeah. Damn straight. So the ice cream truck roll through the hood. I was like, damn, bro. They see me rolling to green sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, it was too late for me and Sophia to run out and get an ice cream though. It was well and truly gone by the time mm. we got there. It was down the hill. But an interesting fact came across my face during a Twitter scroll that I had the last week in which... Wait, does this have something to do with that story of the <laughs> ice cream truck? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Because here it says, okay, so that song is about one Lady Greensleeves, okay, mm -hmm. written by Richard Jones as a new northern ditty of ye Lady Greensleeves. Okay. Now, one of the possible interpretations of the lyrics is what that lyrics? Lady... Uh, I can give you the lyrics, but Hit me with the look, lyrics. it's all, it's all very boring stuff here. Here we go. Look, <laughs> it's stuff like this. Alas, my love, you do me wrong to cast me off discourteously. And I have loved you. Oh, so long delighting in your company. Green sleeves was my delight. Green sleeves, my heart of gold. Green sleeves was my heart of joy. And who, but my lady green sleeves. Right. Stuff like that. Okay. Now an interpretation of the lyrics is that lady green sleeves, according to Wikipedia and other sources is that lady green sleeves was a promiscuous young woman and perhaps even a sex worker mm -hmm. because at the time the word green had sexual connotation. It's most notably, okay, and I'm quoting in the phrase, a green gown, which was a reference to the grass stains on a woman's dress from engaging in sexual intercourse outdoors. Yeah, damn. I mean, we've all had a little romp in, a, in the green, you know? We've all had some green sleeves every now and then, have we not? Have I had some? I don't think I've had green sleeves. Oh, come on. You've had green sleeves. I don't think I've had green sleeves. Tell you what comes with green sleeves. Green ant bites. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fun. That'll put a real dampener on your sexy times. Yeah, the, old, the old Bindi up the bum. None <laughs> <laughs> of them. Exactly. But I thought that was kind of interesting that this song that we've associated oh, this so that's the fact, yeah, this song that we've associated with, you know, ice cream delights in the afternoon is actually, mm. you know, in children, it's, it's actually, it could be about a, you know, sexy romp in the grass. They're both afternoon delight. About yeah, sex well, work. Mind blown. Yes.
Yes. Put a flake in that one. Thank you. <laughs> now, we also love getting your own mind blown. So send them through. Matt.and.alex. Uh, just as Tom has done, Tom has a mind blown about pirates. G'day, Matt and Alex. It's Tom from Swan Hill. Um, my mind blowing fact is that pirates used to wear eye patches, not for the fact that they had lost an eye or had some sort of issue with an eye, but they wanted to uh, get one of their eyes used to seeing in the dark. Hmm. What? No. Seriously? What? So they had better night vision. Like it, they'd keep the patch on during the day, then open it up at night. Is that true? Bronze not you're not in your head, Bronze. I did research. Yeah, it's true. So they both they had two working eyes when they had the eye so patch. So by on. wearing an eye patch at night, their eyes could adjust more quickly in the dark. What? Ah! I my <laughs> mind is blowing right now. That's crazy. Mind blown. Okay, the covered eye was fully dilated because. Entering the dark place on the ship and his eyesight is already adjusted with no lag time. Right. So it was, they'd wear the eye patch out on deck. So when they walked beneath deck where there were no windows, they take the eye patch off and they can already see pretty well out of it when they get underneath. Yeah. And it's not that sort of like, like my dad in summer, like shuts all the curtains of the house. So you've been outside the beach <laughs> or something, you walk into the house, you can't see anything. You're like walking around like a zombie clinging on the yeah. walls. So they must be able thing. to just lift the patch and then it's like, boom, no. they can already see in the dark. That is so crazy. That is, okay, next, wow. Next you'll say they had a parrot on their shoulder because, you know, crackers were often poisoned and the parrot had to <laughs> test them out before they ate them. <laughs> What do you reckon? That actually makes a lot of sense, honestly. <laughs> well, look that up, Tom, from Swan Hill. Get on it. Let's see. Let's make this the, the pirate fact hour. Well, look, <laughs> if you want to blow our minds much like Tom did, please get in touch with us at matt.and.alex. We would love to hear your mind-blowing facts. Send them in as a voice message on our Instagram so that you can, uh, yeah, blow our minds. Thank you very much for uh, tuning into the pod today. Appreciate your time. And uh, guess what? We've got another big app for you tomorrow. Yeah, we can't wait. Until then, hope you have a good one. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.